0: It's the return of the power handshake that is the football ramble. Plenty of eye contact, dragging the arm in with a real socket wrencher. And no mistake, it's Wednesday, 20th of October. I'm Pete Donaldson. <laughs>
2: and I'm Jim Campbell. Shake my hand. You sh- shake my hand, Jim.
0: Okay. I didn't want to. Run. I want to run away. I want to run away. Okay. <sighs> I, just, I just feel better now.
2: Didn't I make just... eye contact with you <laughs> though. Is that all <laughs> <No>,
0: right? No. <laughs> it's so in- I hate power move handshakes. They're yeah. so tedious
2: was so nineteen nineties. I was worried that the kind of like bumping elbows thing would, would stick around and then yeah. those men would start basically smashing their like, elbows. Like they like conkers,
0: hello. they'll oh, be like they putting their, their elbows in vinegar and stuff. Yeah. <laughs>
3: that's that's exactly what they do, yeah. Mm. I think the Glasgow kiss emanated from two kisses on the cheek. <laughs> <laughs> oh European.
2: Escalates. Everything yeah. <laughs> escalates.
0: Well, it was a real barn burner where the constituent parts of the barn were reassembled after that and then torched again. <laughs> Atletico two, uh, Liverpool three. Very open match, wasn't it? Really. Right. Allison had a lot to do and Athletic all just weren't very dogged or gritty they just went
2: oh let's have a party I think it was the, the highlight of one of the best match day threes we've, we've ever seen <laughs> you and your match day threes yeah. Jim come oh, on it's a it's lovely time of year isn't it um, <laughs> we all look forward to it in the calendar but no it was it, it was open for for a long long time and then we were treated to a Lovely bit of the Gazprom with the with the sending off, yes. and then Atletico just took it took it petty, yeah. took it shithousing, took it down to the streets. Yeah, and it was it was I couldn't have asked for more. You would think when the sending off happened that the game might lose a little bit of spark. Nah. Nah. Just a different type of spark. Mm.
3: Yeah, it was a bit like, you know, when you play five a side and the person organising the team has got it totally wrong. And you're like, right, we need to change this up. And then they get it totally wrong the other way. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> Liverpool yeah, Liverpool sure, had all the good much. players. And then Atletico Madrid had all the good players. Yeah. And even, yeah, as you said, like, when they had the red card, they went shit out. There must have been a moment where Klopp was like, oh, God, we got the man advantage. And he was like, oh no <laughs>
2: <laughs> just dawned upon him that they've got a reason
3: to be like the worst people in yeah. the world and then obviously
2: they get the get the penalty and then they don't get the penalty then Luis Suarez does the thing where he, he backs into a player who's jumping in the air falls mm. over himself then shouts at the referee while he's getting booked it was just it had so much <laughs> classic Suarez I, I, I genuinely thought that uh, that
0: late penalty call was was going to uh, was going to stand to I be was quite surprised. I was very very surprised time. that went to be honest
2: yeah, that would have been he spent ages looking at it. Suarez scoring with his first touch, which yeah. would have been very like you know narrative heavy. But we you know <laughs> we got a different type of Suarez classic. Mm. So yeah, it was funny, wasn't it? Because obviously Liverpool was absolutely brilliant in that first twenty minutes, and then Atletico, as they do, just sort of forced their way back into it. But like, it was a really really great game. But you don't look at either team and think, oh, they put in a really really good performance there. I think it was just they they kind of brought the chaos out of each other.
3: <laughs> yeah. Which as a neutral yeah. is exactly
2: what you want. Yeah.
3: It's one, I, th- I think it's one of the reasons why Liverpool are so good to watch now because we're, I'm not going to say bored, but we're, we're used to seeing like really good teams play in a really functional, systematic way. And mm. you can see from like front to back, you know, it starts with the goalkeeper and then goes to the defender and it's all quite, you know, it, it's obviously, I'm, I'm, I suppose I'm speaking specifically about Manchester City here, but, you know, it, it's very structured and it's, you know, you know at peak it's very destructive as mm. well but Liverpool there is that element of chaos they do rely on that kind of right, just give it to like three of the crazy ones up there <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. we'll hold the four but just give it to them out. don't make eye contact mm. when you give it to them just like trust them with it and then we got fullbacks who were quite mad as well and it's yeah. all quite entertaining mm. um, and yeah and then and Atletico there's almost like a chameleon element to Atletico they're like right that works let's just do that Yeah, and yeah. they decided to be quite attacking as well well
2: they're like two a side teams aren't they
3: They're one that only defend and one that only
2: attack. Yeah, yeah. And they're both brilliant at that. And the units have found a way to be cohesive. And that is also really interesting to watch. Mm. Yeah, the
3: the penalty thing, just to go back on it, uh, I thought the referee, Daniel Siebert, was... um, was quite bad throughout the game but he was bad for both teams until the very end where then he showed even greater inconsistency because I thought <laughs> that was definitely a penalty for yeah. pen- penalty I went a bit waddle there uh, for Atletico and then the Hermosa one was quite funny though because he clearly loses his footing and his shoulder barge becomes like a proper full on body check yeah and, but the way he's and this is the Atletico Madrid way, the way he was able to get up and feign like he like he was in he had been wronged. Yeah. And the referee got it wrong on his part was it was incredible. Yeah. I believed him. Yeah. And then I saw the replay and I was like, this is the Top tier acting, though. yes, <laughs>
2: and also Simeone wouldn't shake Klopp's hand after the game. What did Klopp do? He, he <laughs> like,
3: ran away. Oh,
2: uh, he was he made it quite clear that he doesn't
0: care for Simeone's football beforehand, yeah, didn't he? so maybe, he probably it had something to do with that. But he did really run, didn't he? Was it the height differential? Klopp's obviously got about six or seven inches on him,
2: yeah. He's probably got a punch bag in the, in the <laughs> dressing room <laughs> he really that he just like... needs to get to to get some frustration out.
3: <laughs> something... Didn't he? Right, he should have run at Klopp. I'm, I'm thinking <laughs> of You know the scene. A chicken. You know the scene in Get Out where the gardener runs at him <laughs> done, and then veered down the tunnel.
0: Yeah. <laughs> that would have been amazing, fantastic stuff. Um, but uh, yeah, it, it was a really interesting match for a, a million different reasons. I thought the red card was going to sort of ruin the game a little bit, but it kind of got better from there a little bit. Would that be fair to say?
3: Yeah, definitely. I, I think so. Yeah, it made Atletico Madrid embrace their Simeone, didn't mm, it? Definitely. Um, and it was yeah like I I know I joked about it at the start but it is remarkable how many different ways they have of playing as as Jim said like they can either defend they can go at Liverpool in the way that they got those two goals back like Griezmann's touch by the way for the second goal even Jaf Felix's little turn it was just mm, a reminder of yeah. how much on the ball quality they had and you know Lamar a few times well oh, I suppose you know he, he was um, crucial for that first uh, for the equaliser as well uh, sorry no for the, for the first goal to make it two one um, yeah and then then when they got the ten men down. They decided to, like, waste time as, as much as possible. And I think, I wondered, though, they were getting away with it. It mm. didn't look like Liverpool were creating all that much. No. They had more of the ball, but it didn't, you know, even in those moments, Atletico had a bit further, bit of um, traction further forward. Um, and then even when they conceded, they were like, let's just make four substitutions at once then. Yeah, that yeah. looks weird, yeah, it, it? does, It's yeah.
2: really, really strange. I think, I guess with Atletico, because they're such a committed team anyway, and they do have a fairly rigid system. I think going down to 10 probably affects them a bit less than some other teams. Maybe that's an overly simple way of looking at it. But I feel like the whole game with them is dig in, fight for everything... Like you know, fight for every inch of the pitch anyway. Mm, so yeah. that doesn't really change and when you. S- and in Simeone's case, he was, he was trying to make the substitutions when
0: the red card actually happened. Mm. So imagine the fury, imagine the bile pouring into his oesophagus as <laughs> that happened. But I think with with uh, with the red card, I mean, Griezmann kind of it, it's quite it's quite cool actually because he scored two goals. He was on on a hat trick, uh, and then uh, he's in a situation where he gets sent off. And, and and but if he got sent off in any other way. Uh, it, it like the fans would be really, really upset with him, but because it was kind quite an innocuous kind of situation, I think that's a that's fine, isn't yeah, it? Yeah,
2: I, I mean, I'm I'm a lot of people seem to be saying that it was a bit of a soft one, and and like it seems to be that Atletico were really angry about it. It's, I mean, he kicked him in the he him in the face. <laughs> like it's, uh, yeah. I mean, if if that's not a high boot, then that mm. like you, no one can ever get sent off for that for that offence. Surely, yeah. you know what I mean? It's, yeah, it was yeah. just a really silly moment from Griezmann. But like, yeah, I I, I thought well, that was that was a red card. For it, was, sure,
3: it was a high boot from a small man as well. Yeah, maybe that's why. No, didn't really did it, did it. Better trying to show off.
0: Speaking of dominions of statured men, Mohamed Salah has become the first player in Liverpool history to score in nine successive games. Wow. Following his goal against uh, Athletic Madrid, I mean, it's. People keep on talking about how he's had a, 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 a quietly impressive, underrated season, but you
2: can't underrate a lot of his stuff now, can you? No, he's incredible. I, I mean, on match of the day at the weekend, they were saying he's he's the best player in the world right now, and it's hard to disagree with that. Yeah, it's, yeah,
3: it does seem a little bit different now. He, it, it does seem a level of I don't know he's it he was a huge reason why Liverpool finished where they did last season. He his goals at the back mm. end of um, you know that campaign really helped him break into the top four because obviously they were nowhere near midway through the season. Um, but something now seems a bit different. There seems like an inevitability about him. When he cut in from from the... When he got the ball on the right for his for that first goal, I don't know how they gave that to him, by the way, but that's a different question entirely. <laughs> but... You were like something's going to happen here, mm. and I've never really had that with him before. I've always wondered, I wonder, you know, wonder what he's going to do. But yeah. whereas I was already thinking he's going to have a shot here and it's going to go in, and it went in via deflection, but it's still there it was there's something about him that feels a bit like Ronaldinho esque, mm-hmm. where you're like, right, okay, you're going to make a fool of someone, and your team's going to benefit. Or this guy's family are going to suffer. <laughs> uh, yeah. He's just on a different plane right now. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Well, uh, last night there were 35 goals across eight
0: matches, uh, six of which could be found at the Jan Bredel, I think they, that's the name of their stadium, Club Bruja versus uh, Man City. Uh, Club Bruja managing one goal, Man
2: City managing five. Two full-backs on the score sheet. That's yeah. what you want to see. That's one of the things we're watching City, isn't it? I suppose because it's become the narrative. It does actually look a little bit weird when you've got Jack Grealish or Phil Foden or whoever sort of like you know looking for a striker and then Mm. there isn't one there's just loads of buzzy little midfielders and Kevin De Bruyne but but (laughs) both a fullback score so it doesn't matter it just doesn't matter it's like You know, your brain is, is looking for that, that centre-forward, but it, they've, they've scored five. It doesn't matter. <laughs>
0: did you see the quality on Cancelo's opener? It's yeah. just that it's just too delicious... Well, sorry, with a uh, delicious Meg, He just didn't look like he had time. He just sort of like toured it through. Oh, yeah. lovely.
2: I get him with that ball over the top as yeah. well. I mean, a lot was made of how often he did that against Andorra, and obviously mm. it is Andorra, but that is becoming such a powerful weapon. From 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 Foden, it's really really good to see. He's a nightmare for any holding midfielder. Like, oh, I just, yeah. I
0: cannot follow him. It's like
2: <laughs> really really classy route one. It's like a sort <laughs> of like it's the like like the business class route one. <laughs> Not even premium premium economy.
3: I was going to say I was going to say
0: premium economy. Yeah, access to the lounge, <laughs> but you're not allowed the booze. Yeah, <laughs> well, you, you,
3: and you get the mimosa when you come on, but it's a lot more orange juice. Yeah, <laughs> because yes. they're saving the good stuff for for the front. A, of dis- the, a disposable of the towel
0: rather than one that they wash. Think,
3: <laughs> you have to pass it down the queue. <laughs> don't you? <Yeah.
0: laughs> but Man City were excellent in this match, and uh, Bruja, have, they've had a good campaign in, in in Europe. I think it's fair to say, and and that's something that uh, Pep was at pains to suggest it in in the post match. They have. Played well and they have uh, got dug out some results. So uh, scoring five a, a, away from home, it's, it's it's no mean feat, really. Even if you are Man City,
2: looks a fun place to watch football as well, doesn't it? It is. Like yeah. Really, really like fans really close to the pitch made a lot of noise. Mm-hmm. Even when they were like you know five one down towards the end. If, like... it's, if it's the
0: same one that uh, existed in the nineteen late nineteen eighties, early nineteen nineties, I will have played uh, a school match at that stadium in Wow! I don't know how that, wow. they allowed anyone to do that. What happened? uh we just went on a school trip and uh
2: we rocked up at the stadium they let us play for a bit so it was like an improvised thing
0: no it was like a proper school trip went to uh the the city played a bit of football against some uh, local local schools and uh i had a a, a scottish manager who's uh, <laughs> who gave me some advice about how to play right back if he goes left you go left if he goes right you go right if he goes for a push you go for a push <laughs>
2: and you hold it for him <laughs> that's not his line, though, that is my... it? That's from like. Is that's it? like a famous. Oh, well, that sounds like one of those let me like, Bill Shankly ones or something, isn't it? Yeah. For that guy's do repurposed. Do that guy not is a plagiarist. Belittle my first guy experience. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I don't know what, I don't know if sh- we should be telling school children that right now. Probably, yeah,
0: probably, <laughs> yeah. probably not. Probably you, you, not. You're quite right. Um, big story from last night, obviously. Uh, Cole Palmer, 19 year old Cole Palmer, can't stop scoring, whether it's for the youth team or inexplicably the Manchester City first team in the Champions League. Loves it. <laughs> Lovely finish
3: as well. So, it was. so calm.
0: I kind of thought that he'd lost it a little bit, but he shipped his body to shoot and, and put it past the keeper. It was wonderful, Vic.
3: Yeah, yeah. They, it's kind of freaky, the number of kids that they can just toss into a <laughs> Champions League <laughs> yeah. game and have them come out the other end and bag a goal. Yeah, it looked mm. really, it just looked really calm on the ball. Mm. How do they do it? How, do they, how are they breeding? I don't care about the football side of it. How are they breeding... Children to be so calm. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, as a 35 year old man, are fraught with anxiety. Yeah. How do they do this? Uh,
0: um, but I mean, Pep Guardiola trying to play down the hype, trying to dampen it down a little bit by saying, "You cannot cook a good dish if you don't spend time in the kitchen." Can you imagine what a nightmare Pep is in the kitchen? Yeah, yeah oh also
3: it does fit the Man City mantra of well, if you if you can't cook it, order it from someone else. Yeah,
0: yeah, indeed, they're very much the hell fresh guys. <laughs> <laughs> but they ask people to look like Cook It, cook it Halfway. <laughs> uh, elsewhere, PSG came from uh, behind to uh, beat Leipzig 3-2. Uh, what is it with the Vogue for kits that look like bloody bandages? Arsenal got one, they've got one. I, I, even the coach was in like a very informal cream hoodie. I don't like
2: it. I don't like modern football. Kits that look like bandages. That's yeah, a... they look like dirty old bandages. <laughs> you did
3: them on the Leipzig one. Yeah. Not not nice. Can you can... see it? Yeah, I can a little bit. Like Do you a... mean the way that the red or basically it's it streaks? Isn't? Yeah, There's no streaks. Not even no streaks. Of... Oh, so on you mean clothes. like
2: bloodied bandages? Yeah. Like, yeah, kind of like like they're in a like a World War II hospital. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, fair enough. I suppose it does look like that, doesn't it? And, it
0: looks, and it looks worse on the Arsenal one because it says Fly Emirates or something. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, this has gone badly. This flight, unbelievable. But uh, Leo Messi scored two. One of them a Penenka. Um, I mean, I, I don't know why the defender decides to lay
2: hands on Mbappe for the p- first penalty. He's one of the best footballers in the world. He'll know what to do. Mm. Well, he, you know, he's he's having a horrible time of it, isn't he? Bleeding everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> all, 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 all he could do, it's probably, he's probably feeling quite faint, I imagine. Do you think yeah. he was
3: reaching out for help? Help me! <laughs>
2: <laughs> don't help me! Can we talk about the Mbappe penalty? What? Him taking a penalty off Messi, who's got yeah. a hat trick, and then skying it. Yeah, yep, that's can. what happened. <laughs> <laughs> Was it a good thing? What happened? I, yeah, he's. I mean, he claims that Messi gave him the penalty, doesn't he? Which seems. I mean, I have to take his word for it, I suppose. But you would surely Messi would want to just get a hat trick under his belt for PSG as quickly mm. as possible because it's taken him a while to sort of like start banging the goals. In. I feel belt. like it's probably there now. Mm. But yeah, m- m- odd choice. Mbappe <laughs> doesn't seem to like want to be part of this like Galacticos, does he? No, he's, no, it's, he's not intrigued by it.
3: Yeah, he's like one of the. He's like one of the Jenners, isn't he? He's like, no, I don't want. To. I, I can't, him, can't you know. be doing this. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's too much. Yeah, I don't even like basketball players. Do-
0: <laughs> well, obviously, uh, the main story from uh, from this match is that uh, Mario Cardi or Mario Cardi rather uh, was excused from the game for family issues. Vish, our celebrity entertainment expert,
3: <laughs> what the hell's gone on?
0: Um,
3: so I've. I've actually tried to work this out from Instagram. Right. I've decided that actually, you know, the coverage of it has been fine, but it doesn't really tell you the whole story. Mm. Um, So, and and Jim, you know, you've been doing a bit of this as well, so we can kind of work this out between us. But basically... Cardi was potentially going to leave because his wife had left him. Mm-hmm.
0: Yes, and agent. She's and also a, wife, agent. And agent. wife and agent.
3: Wife and agent had left him, so he, he was going to potentially leave PSG. I don't know if he was going to go in search of her. No one cleared that up. No. Oh. Or if she was
2: staying. She's not a hard woman to find. she just watch her Instagram stories.
3: <laughs> yeah. Lisa Stanfield
2: song.
0: Yeah, what was that? I don't know why, I don't know why. being around the world now, I can't find my baby. That one.
3: Oh, yeah. yes. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, Can't sorry. Can't find his baby. I heard that in um, the tour B.I.G.'s voice. And I was like, that's <laughs> not Lisa's that early yeah. Uh, um, but then, yeah. So then they got back together over four Instagram posts. Right. Spread over about 24, 36 hours. There where... was a picture of uh, Lady Di in there as well. Uh, and so a on neighbors. her Instagram story, right. Wanda posted a photo of Lady Di. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um,
2: don't want to speculate on that, mm.
3: but but the, the but break- also do but shouldn't yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah it'll only end up being Kyle. <laughs> yeah. So, but the breakup apparently started. Now
0: this is all very kind of e online. This is all very uh, kind of it, 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 it's not necessarily the football ramble, but it all started with him asking to see his wife's messages, suspecting that that she was doing naughties, and then he agreed to show her his phone as well, and then she found messages. Yeah. So and it's all less than ideal. Hoisted by his own petard. Round of applause.
2: Yeah. <laughs> she, didn't she post something like, Another family you've ruined for a shag? Like it's, <laughs> I feel like we should really apologize to our listeners for not having covered more of Mara No Wonder over the years. Fascinating. Yeah. I mean, fascinating a, a
3: penny stuff. for Maxi Lopez's thoughts. Yeah. <laughs> was to like, yeah. God, I'm glad I was shot yeah. of all of this. Yeah, glad, but,
2: yeah. all I really feel like. Arsenal need to get him in in January and Amazon need to pay for it just so we can Definitely. get this in all or nothing
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, well elsewhere in Europe uh, Celtic played France Varas in the uh, Europa League at home at 3.30pm yesterday Fifty thousand fans, all with dentist appointments at that time. (laughs) But Kyogo Furuhashi again scoring at a really, really important uh, time, and the the pass from Jota was even better. Did you see this? This goal, it was incredible.
3: Yeah, it was a lovely little, lovely little ball and a great little slot as well, Mm. and incredible first, probably a better first touch than Griezmann's yesterday, actually. Mm. Yeah, I think that's fair. He's
0: tearing it up at North of the Border. But uh, the manager uh, of Celtic was asked whether he would change his style before the game. Uh, Quite the quote from. Uh, glue. Uh, my view on that is if you are a strict vegetarian you don't drop into Maccas just because you're hungry mate you know this is what I believe in I didn't do the accents I <laughs> yeah. should have got you to do it because you were doing it beautifully <laughs> but it's
3: just the way that like I mean he he, he clearly is a man who eats McDonald's yeah mm. in that you know I, 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 no no that, like I imagine he I'm sorry, or rather Hungry Jack's as it is in Australia yes. because, that's um, Burger King Burger King equivalent yeah, yeah. Right. Um, but he's just like <laughs> He's so focused on what he wants that he doesn't pay attention to the rest of the menu where there are vegetarian options. (laughs) Right, okay,
2: yeah. Yeah, I just feel like it's further proof that every Australian man is the most Australian man ever. And I love it. You're not a little bit Australian, I suppose, are you, as as, as Luke always says. Uh, Right, we're going to take a
0: short break. We'll be back uh, with uh, your emails, your pep talks, and a little bit of football as well.
4: Hello, I'm Hazel Hayes And I'm Shane Todd And welcome to our brand new podcast, We're Not Fucking Historians It sounds like I'm saying we're not fucking historians Yeah, we're saying we're not experts We're not historians ourselves, not that we're not having sex with historians No historians getting fucked on this pod Zero historians getting fucked on this podcast We are, in fact, your alternative guide to Irish history Every week we prize open the history books And find a new tale from the Emerald Isle's colourful past We're exploring Ireland's traditions It's rich heritage And it's long, proud history of being invaded By literally anyone with a boat The Vikings were showing up at the monastery Going, where's that booty? The earliest booty call <laughs> <laughs> It's a booty call you didn't want 50 Scandinavian Vikings showed up Or our biggest celeb, St Paddy He says he prayed up to 100 times a day and sometimes during the night. (laughs) That's what a five-year-old would say. I've prayed 100 times, I swear. Patrick also said he was fastest in his slippers. (laughs) He's a fucking belly bullshitter. If, like us, you're the kind of person who's interested in history, but not so interested that you'd go read a book about it or listen to actual experts, then this is the show for you. This is history done differently with a couple of facts and plenty of crack. So, join us on our journey through Ireland's past. Search We're Not Historians on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And remember, we're not fucking historians. historians. (laughs) Sorry, I was far too fast there.
1: We're Not Fucking Historians is a stack production. And part of the Acast Creative Network.
4: Oh dear, look at these keepers.
0: <laughs> 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 too many keepers, too many keepers. Right, it's time for some. Welcome back to the football Rumble by the way. It's time for this.
1: We are so, so happy. We're so happy. We are so
4: happy. Yeah, I'm happy. I'm happy for them. We are so happy. I'm so happy,
1: believe me. We are so happy. Sit down. Nobody talk. Sit down.
3: We <laughs> drink water and relax.
0: Best jingle in 12 years, I think that's fair there. <laughs> uh, get your emails in to at shortfootballramble.com or tweet at footballramble if you would like
2: to uh, get involved in pep talks. Uh, Jim, what's uh, Nick brought us? Nick Toes has been in touch and he has brought us this. He says, regarding the pep, pep talks last week with a guy torn between AC Milan and Liverpool, I have the solution. A simple GPS location website and some rudimentary mental arithmetic meant I have found the exact central point between Anfield and the San Siro. I introduce the small French village of moulin sous touvent oh. which translates as moulin under touvent uh, um, Apologies to any French people listening to that pronunciation. I'm sure it's wrong. <laughs> Unfortunately, there's no team of note there. In fact, the closest team in the French footballing system I could find were US uh, Laon or Olympic Saint-Quentin, who play in the Regional 1 and National 2, respectively. So, yeah, I mean, I don't know how helpful that is. That's close enough. This is what, this is, this, this is
0: what the Pep Talks advice section is all about. Math Get geography. <laughs> <Mass> geography. <laughs>
3: GPS coordinates. Yeah. Fantastic. Vish. I've got an email from Isaac. This isn't football related. We've sent it to the right place, but I've received a job <laughs> offer for the Coast Guard in, the Sh- in Shetland. <gasps> wow. I currently live in Wrexham. Shout out to Ryan Reynolds and Rob McLenny. This will be the first time I move out by myself. Any advice at all? I love the, <laughs> I love the way you're just ripping the band-aid straight off. Yeah, Not even going to Shetland. Shetland, but being entrusted with people's lives as well. Because yeah. you haven't been able to take care of yourself for this long.
2: Yeah, I mean... <laughs> Vegetables, right? What? Just lots of vegetables. Right. What, eating. Yeah. Yeah. You know, if you, if you, you, uh, we don't know how old you are uh, exactly. Mm. If this is your first time living away, maybe you're quite young. Um, Just eat loads of vegetables. Like you probably, you're thinking, oh, I can just buy whatever I want now. Brilliant. I'm just going to buy crisps. Yay. So live off that. Just get salad. What
0: I like that is, Jim, said like a true uh, stand up approaching 40. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You might might be young. You might be 35. (laughs) Stand ups (laughs) don't make that much money.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. The, the veg, is, veg is a good idea. Um, be careful, they're quite crafty up there. I watch, I watch Vigil. I've seen what they're up to. <laughs> be careful.
0: Something going on up there. Yeah. Uh, yes, if you've got any questions for us, however bizarre, send them in for Pep Docs and we'll get to them every single Wednesday. Shortfootballramble.com or tweet at footballramble. Newcastle United, Jim. Yes. Breaking news. Right, well, let's get into this, right? Yeah. Half with, about 15 minutes in the show, if we sound a little bit different or con- disembobulated or confused, it's because we had to leave for a fucking fire alarm, right? And then we came back in and literally 30 seconds ago... Bruce, Bruce out! Bruce out! He's gone! Hashtag Bruce gone! God rest,
3: Bruce the gone. of fire! The god of fire saved us! <laughs>
2: He's shone upon us for once! <laughs> yeah. The curse of the ramble broken Steve this one Bruce time! Bruce is
0: no longer the manager of Newcastle. United. Left by mutual consent. Mutual consent. Money. Yeah. Left by financial quid. consent. Fantastically. Yeah, yeah. So that's, that's all we got. Manager Steve Bruce has left Newcastle United by mutual consent uh, just 13 days after the Saudi Arabia-backed £305 million takeover of the Premier League side was completed. More to follow. And there will be more to follow. There will be. It's going be. to be interesting to see who's going to be in the frame to come in. There's been talk of the Contes. Uh, I... I think it's probably more likely that Grimmsmith will limp to the end of the season and they'll sort it out somewhere else. Yeah. Graham Jones, sorry, yeah. not Grimmsmith. Um, but still, <laughs> bring, yeah. in, bring in the Akkadis. <laughs> yeah, oh, imagine. Uh, Wander in charge. It's going to be very, very interesting and I, it's probably I, something that should have happened before the Spurs match.
2: How do you feel about that, Pete? Like, reacting live to this? Um, I think the coaching staff could do as
0: good a job as uh, as Steve Bruce has. But again, it's 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 that uh, it's that argument to sort of say, well, d- do... Do any of the coaching staff have the authority uh, over the squad? Because Steve Bruce clearly didn't. There was clearly mm-hmm. some some uh, disagreements uh, in the tunnel after the Spurs game and and people were sort of questioning Steve Bruce's tactics. Uh, uh, it, if indeed those things existed,
2: it's, it's going to be interesting to see how this all pans we, out. Um, yeah, we've also heard them having bust ups with Graham Jones because of yes. a rat. Because of a, ra- a rat, isn't
0: there? A, there's a rat in the dressing room. What am I going to do? <laughs> Incredible stuff. I mean, there's, there's so... Isaac Hayden and Jamala Sells were were, were, were um. I was say pulling each other. No, pulled <laughs> apart. They were, put, that was them making up. Um, they, they had to be pulled apart from the scrap after the Spurs game. And the players think there is a rat in the dressing room after these reports came out. Who's your money on the rat? Come on. Let's expose.
3: Well, I don't think it's um, just one person because because it never is in this situation. Yeah. Um. So like this this is the it's kind WhatsApp of
0: WhatsApp group do you reckon, Nora? Yeah. <laughs> well, it, it would be what, like What's rap what's rat
2: doesn't work. <laughs> 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 thank you, thank you, Jim. Yeah. We
3: tried to work. We had a little. In. We had a little rap pun fest, didn't we? In yeah. The we did. Yesterday, yeah. Um. The is something that happens a lot. These kind of bits of infighting and often like it can actually be a sign of quite a strong dressing room where Mm. players feel comfortable challenging each other Mm. and pulling up each other on on something that you know not been of the standards that's required or expected Mm. Um, and obviously in this situation it's not that case it's because things are going down the pan and also players are quite worried about their own futures because you know with all due respect to Jamal LaSalle and Isaac Hayden I wonder (laughs) what they're thinking about for next season Mm. Um, but yeah often in this case it's actually more than one person and often it's not actually a player itself it might be through an agent who just has a word with someone Yeah, and because on that topic when Amanda Staveley took well you know when the Newcastle took, takeover took over Amanda Stavely did a series of interviews with newspaper and with um, with journalists about kind of her vision and I think a lot of people came out of those interviews realising that she'd read a lot of what they'd done mm. And obviously that's something you can say to our upper journalists. It's what we all want to hear. Oh, I've read your stuff. Oh, brilliant. Yeah. yeah. But she was very much across all the various different issues at Newcastle regarding to, for example, the fact that some, um, you know, Newcastle have banned members of the press in the past. Mm. Some members of the press currently were banned by Bruce. Uh, there were various issues around, you know, they they knew basically what was being Reported it in the press regard with regards to things like this, the infighting and stuff like that, and the yeah. issues with the coaching staff were actually true because they, uh, yeah, they made those calls of their own and and found out that a lot of this was grounded in truth. So, really, the I mean, this isn't too surprising. You say about the Spurs thing, I can understand why they didn't, because mm. they're probably still trying to work out how things are going on. Bear in mind, it's the first time I've actually either any of them have been involved in the football club, and that that's me. one of the stories that's been emanating from the the start of this um, you know this new regime is that they they don't really know how football works. Mike Ashley didn't, and even he was astonished at how much like the wild west it is. Yeah, you know. yeah. Well, it's one of the things that Benitez says, isn't <clears throat> he? Um, mm. Not just in Newcastle, but also like football is a, is a mad, mad world. Mm. And um, yeah, so I suppose you know they've done it now. I I I agree with you. I think the best thing they could do is bringing someone just to last to the end of the season, not really focus on getting the appointment right now because you don't really know where the club are going to be or what squad you're going to be dealing with.
2: Absolutely. I mean, it it seems mad, doesn't it, to talk about one of the richest clubs in the world, which they've instantly become, how they've just got to get this relegation battle out of the way first, essentially. So, yeah, I mean, I suppose it does depend how Graham Jones does, doesn't it? If he steadies the chip, like, very, very, like essentially immediately, maybe he will do it to the end of the season, but it, like it's a huge huge risk of of, of relegation they they, they mm. might need to bring someone in and it, it will be on a temporary Jim, basis
0: he got the finals mate in the Euros he was there <laughs> <laughs> he was there uh, but I mean it, this whole kind of takeover uh, it, 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 it's kind of found itself on on, on a rather rocky road uh, quite early on 18 Premier League clubs voting for a temporary ban on sponsorship deals linked to pre-existing business relationships mm. uh, the only two dissenting voices being Newcastle United themselves uh, and also Manchester Manchester City, who are obviously most of their sponsorship yeah. is related to their. Owners. I like
2: to think that all of these meetings ended a big
3: food fight, <laughs> um, and it'd
2: be rich food. Yeah, very very, much so. very rich. All food. right,
3: everything concluded. Yep, food fight. Yeah, um, it'd be it'd hurt to get clouded by lobster, wouldn't it? It would. Or would like, it? I think it would. If it was uncooked, if it was still alive. Man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was maybe un- they are again. evil enough that they like to eat live lobster. Uh, yeah.
2: Um, but uh, yeah, no, it's... Um, it, oh, of course Man City voted against that, but I mean, the argument Man City uh, Well, they, made t- they technically they...
3: abstained, so right, got okay. Man City abstain, which mm. is, I don't know why it yeah. exists. <laughs> That's strange. Them, but yeah. but
2: it, I, th- I think essentially what what they claim is that they pay the market rate for these sponsorships, so yeah. actually it's just like, it's why the hell can't we do this? You know, yeah. we, we own all these things, we pay the market rate, etc, cetera, etc. Cetera. Obviously it's difficult to... For it to be sort of transparent, isn't it? But like, I think you know, it's worth making the point that none of the criticism um, that this stuff is having is of Newcastle's fans, isn't it? Because whatever they think about the situation, they've had no say in it. So whether Mm. they're sort of celebrating and wearing tea towels around their heads, or whether they're sort of lamenting the situation, it in this instance, I think this is really about the fans of everyone else Mm. because we've seen how much this can distort. The league we, we, when when City come in and they're just you know they're just so good they just pay the money to be the best at everything it really limits the ambitions of, of the other clubs because it just you know it essentially takes up another one of those those top four places regularly and that, that is a little bit disheartening as a fan of another club
0: um, I think many but I think many sort of uh, team team supporters would be sort of thinking well. All right, look, if, if you're going to examine uh, one team's uh, kind of slightly mur- murky or slightly oh, muddy yeah. deals. Oh, very uh, few like,
2: teams are innocent in that. I
0: mean, is called the King
2: Power. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm no, sorry.
0: Like, it is in every club that's, oh, yeah, these sort of Stan, that
2: he sort of deals. Stan stuff that he's, he's, you know up to is is absurd have you um, been to
0: have
3: you been to rwanda yet i haven't visited i haven't visited
2: rwanda
0: <laughs> well, yet, that was no. one of my predictions about three seasons ago whether like rwanda
2: tourism would go down somehow <laughs> because of parcels uh, but what, what i started to say was like i think um you, it's it's going to be resisted at every turn mm. by by the, the by the the other clubs essentially because we've seen what what happens and they mm. they don't want their their own ambitions to essentially have to be reduced by that and mm. I, I i don't think it will work because i think the fan who supports the premier league the, the, the fans of, of various premier league clubs from within england uh, that go to the games are probably not the premier league's priority mm. the, the fans that are the premier league's priority are fans in emerging markets fans who might actually just just change team if another super club comes along because yeah. Yeah. as many super clubs as, as possible on a global scale is is appealing to the premier league isn't it so mm. i think that you know this sort of resistance probably won't really work but I can understand why the clubs are trying to do it. I think
3: I think it's incredibly shameless from the Premier League clubs because you know to look at your own house and and you know as Pete said think oh no no but they're going to do it better than we've done it and <laughs> they're going to yeah yeah <laughs> of course uh, oh our
2: billionaires aren't you know. This much,
3: yeah, oh, no, no, no. Like we, we, we should have capped it at super millionaire. <laughs> yeah, yeah, who allowed this? Yeah, yeah. It's right. it's, uh, it also shows just... how gutless the Premier League are that the clubs can come together. And obviously, we know that the the the, the component parts are stronger than the organisation itself. But the fact that they've this has been ratified, it's only temporary. It's only for a month.
2: Yeah, yeah.
3: And then they've got another vote to see whether they want to make it permanent. Um, there's a. David Heitner of the Guardian has written a really good explainer about um, all this. Uh, but the fact that we haven't heard from Richard Masters or anyone else in the Premier League about this Newcastle takeover beyond like a shoddy little release and like stuff like this is being actioned mm, is a yeah. great time for actual leadership yeah. of coming up and and saying right, we do need to get our yeah. house in order. We need to set some parameters at least. You know they're they're in and they're in and it's fine. But explain the decision explain why it was different and also just like sort out this mess because there are going to be more of these situations. Yeah. Well,
2: doesn't it show you exactly what we were just talking about, about how football is clearly a bit of a mess just as a you know, as a, as a world, as a business? A belorted so entity. What it, what, when you get people like you know the, the, the guys that run Man City, the guys that run PSG, and presumably what will now happen with Newcastle come in where they actually know what they're doing from other from other businesses yeah. or they just get people in place who do know what they're doing who've got the skills to translate and look how quickly they can become successful look how quickly they can actually function mm. and it's like, clearly football is so vulnerable to it because it's just a bit of a bun fight everywhere else and and and, and I, I would just say one thing to the
0: supporters don't take it so personally like mm. oh they're pulling up the ladder after Man City and Sheffield United don't take it so bloody personally this isn't your fight. This is the boardroom. This isn't your, this isn't your fight. Just just, just yeah. watch the football and calm the hell down, all right? Take that tea towel off your head. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> speaking of strange uh, sponsorship deals, the new series of Succession started uh, early in the week on Sky. Hearts, did you say this? Hearts have done a deal with Sky for a limited edition charity shirt sponsored by the uh, fictional company owned by the equally fictional roman roy from the show which is it's it's all very meta isn't it jim you're it a is. fan of
2: succession aren't you i, I love succession yeah, it's, it's great, great isn't it yeah um so i'm all for this like <laughs> to, to be honest like we, we, did you see the napoli thing as well they did a halloween um, yeah, themed kit. I think this is going to be the norm now. We're going to start getting like it's
3: sponsored by the underworld. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, it's just got like I mean, it's,
0: it's spooky because it's just got like spider webs. On Essentially, it. Yeah. I was a spider. I'd Be pissed off. But That's they, my house. But they are <laughs> going. Oh, <laughs> yeah. haven't you got a spooky house? So it's, like, it's my house where it, I live, Dick. Yeah, it. Also, I made that. But it you is make your house. But it's like spooky a serial killer house,
3: though, isn't it? You don't want to pay, you know pay for mine. It Fuck all. <laughs> get on my arse. Yeah. They <laughs> literally.
2: Did, someone from Napoli also said, if you're into superheroes, it also doubles up as that. So I think we're going to see we're going to see more of this, like kind of limited edition. Like oh, it's kits, already very just, like much an extra in there. revenue stream. It might yeah. even get like the Google Doodle by the end of it. Just every single game, different. Oh, a new one. <laughs> I yeah. You
3: said the Goo <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that'd be get weird. them on it? my shirt. <laughs> Fantastic. The um, the weird <laughs> thing about the Roman um, Thing is, so he's not Roman Roy, is it? It's a Logan Roy. Logan yeah, Roy. Um, but Roman, Roman Roy, Roy son. Actually,
2: yeah, actually, you know, that was going to be a spoiler. So if you've not seen it, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> thank me. Oh, but, but,
3: the, but the thing is, I suppose is not giving too much away, but he's actually supports Hibs,
2: yeah, yeah. So it's a bit by the wrong side, yeah. To it's, it's a, a, it's oh, a, there's the spoiler for
0: fuck's sake. What? no
3: it's fine it's you should have, I think you should have watched it by Come now. Come on, yeah.
0: You've got any interest for crying out loud. Well, the worst thing about it is on Twitter, this is a perfect example of football Twitter. Uh, somebody. You know, posts a, a picture of the new shirt and sort of says, you know, it's it's sponsored by uh, Royco, the fictional uh, Roman Roy um, and, and the fictional Ro- Roman Roy's um, uh, company. And then a guy called Elliot Wilson replies saying, inevitable. I can't decide whether it's a nice little nod or cringingly cringe, probably the latter. But then I don't really follow the football or succession. Why are you getting <laughs> involved there,
3: mate? <laughs> Shut, up. Shut your bloody mouth, Elliot. Come on. Inevitable. Oh. I don't know what either of these things are, but it's inevitable. It's inevitable.
0: Yeah. Unbelievable. Uh, so tonight in the Champions League, Manchester United are taking on free-scoring Atalanta. Nervous fish. Why are you crying, fish? <laughs> Why are you crying? <laughs> you sad about the fire alarm?
3: Could I? I might take a page out of uh, Solskjaer's work and I can just choose not to watch things that are on yeah. TV. Um, <laughs> did you see that? Yeah, when he said he, he doesn't watch. Uh, Gary Neville or uh, yeah. Jamie Carragher. That's Damon,
0: Are these is he not a friend of of, of, of him? I no would already? I would say
3: if you watch Monday Night Football where they do the tactics dissection, I think you should watch that. One. <laughs> <laughs> I, would, I would advise yes. I would advise Inverted the Pyramid by Donald Wilson as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, he I mean he said, isn't he, like
2: he tends not to watch those two. And I kind of understand it because Jamie Carragher in particular tends to just say yeah they're just not going to win anything significant with him at the helm which is probably true yeah. but if you are yeah. only really going to Solskjaer it's probably not the best thing You're going to, to say that to is, 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 yeah. fa-
0: is it fair to say that watching Manchester United at the moment is just like watching a financial institution running a football club rather than uh, a manager because they, they don't look particular. they don't look they've got an idea about what they're trying to do is that fair?
3: Yeah I thought you meant in the way that it might look like you know we've got accountants running around in midfield yeah, <laughs> um, yeah it's, uh, it's been quite interesting. Obviously, the uh, yeah the Leicester City game was um, kind of it played out in quite an expected manner. You know, mm. I, I covered the Arsenal game on Monday, and that kind of played to tight by the end of it. And and so did the Manchester United thing. Yeah. Every now and again, they just get away with it. Mm. And against a side with a decent amount of quality like Leicester City, you don't. Um, Atlanta will be, yeah th- this will be fascinating actually because it does seem like the pressure has ramped up a level now. I think a lot of people have made the point that some of Solskjaer's biggest allies in the punditry world. Are starting to temper their praise, (laughs) which you you might have to do when you're on a losing run. Yeah, but and you know, and I I was being flippant about the Neville Carragher thing, obviously beyond the tactic stuff. But I would imagine that if you're in any kind of role and you're getting slagged off on TV for an hour, Mm, you probably
0: wouldn't watch, would you? Absolutely, no, probably not. Uh, And also tonight, Chelsea, Malmo. I'm going to imagine Chelsea's. (laughs) Honestly, hammering that side to be quite frank bottom of the uh, the table uh, if you want some more from us remember there is loads loads of bonus content over on our Patreon we've got bonus episodes we've got ad free shows we've got little live uh, call in shows at times as well I was involved in one of them over the weekend uh, and more uh, from just $5 a month get yourself over to patreon.com forward slash football ramble to get involved thank you very much uh, for listening to the football ramble part of the Aircast Creator Network on tomorrow's show we've got Kate Vish and Jim Vish you're back for another one Jim you're back for another one yep. it's your third slice of uh, football ramble fun this week. It is
3: I lovely. Ju- I'd just like to take the opportunity to thank Hephaestus, 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 who is the Greek god of fire. <laughs> <laughs> allowing us this um, Bruce reprieve yeah. yeah we didn't miss it we got it this time no right? that never happens more
0: fires surely there's other fire gods you could have chosen with easier names yeah
3: you know on reflection yes yeah. Yeah. check your fire gods you know what catches fire air.
0: easily oil there oh, yeah, we go yeah. we'll be back tomorrow for more football ramble fun say goodbye Jim bye say goodbye Vish sorry hep- if I've pronounced that wrong Hephaestus. <laughs> we'd like to apologise to Hephaestus. Goodbye.